Welcome to the Creative Entrepreneur Show. What do we have this week, Brian? Hey, Rosh, happy to be here. I'm excited to talk about the, uh, the one of the best places I found to get good information about how to use AI. And it's right in something we've been using all this time, Facebook groups. I'm going to talk about some really good groups to learn. And then also, uh, Rosh, I'm going to talk about why the Swifties are pissed. <laughs> Excellent. AI, AI good, stuff going on. Well, good let's, good let's talk topics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's keep it relevant. All right. What do you got going on, bud? Um, I want to talk about how to embrace AI as a creative entrepreneur and also how to reject AI as a creative entrepreneur. So let's start with yours. I'm I'm curious about your Facebook groups. Yeah. So, um, you know, Facebook groups, I think, you know, Facebook marketplace and Facebook groups, I think, are the main reasons why Facebook is still so successful. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with their group function. It's so high up in the algorithm. I mean, every time I open up Facebook, one of the first two or three posts I see is from a group, um, you right. know, whether that be some, you know, guitar thing or some AI thing now. And uh, so I wanted to let our audience know about two groups that are free to join. Um, you know, they each, they, you know, one of them's got 50,000 members. The other one's got 256,000 members. So huge communities online sharing what they're doing in the AI world. Uh, the first one that I really like, it's actually a little smaller. It's called AI backslash chat GPT prompts for entrepreneurs. And how perfect is that for this show? And um, what they're doing is people are, and it's a lot of image-based stuff, but what they're doing is they're sharing images they've created via AI. But more importantly, they're sharing the prompts that they gave to get these images. So okay. like we've said a million times, garbage in, garbage out, right? You know, yep. show me an image of a cat. Here's the cat. Now, these prompts are getting so detailed. We're talking paragraphs long. And one of the things that I've seen lately that I love is at the end of the prompts, they're actually starting to call out the type of camera that this photograph should look like it was taken with. Oh, wow. And the aperture, the lens, the everything. And, you know, you learn so much from these prompts that you you realize that it's open-ended the amount of information we can give AI to try to get a reply back. So it was like somebody someday was like, hey, yeah, this looks great, but it looks like it was taken on a Nikon. I love Sony. All right, recreate this image like it was taken on a Sony. And, yeah. and you know, and, and it'll do that. It'll factor in all these things. So it's really unbelievable, um, you know, what people are doing with things. I and, think that's uh, so important because honestly, as I've been looking and been more involved with AI, it's... I think we've talked about this. You can just look at things and say, oh, that's AI. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a background on my blog and it's so AI. <laughs> I mean, it's so AI. Right. I mean, the style of design, I've right. seen very similar designs everywhere. Um, I like it. And, and so th- there's actually a little piece that I want to share in a moment, but go ahead. Can continue on cool. with your thing I, I, because right. I think it's interesting the way this is all turning out. Yeah, because it's going after that photorealism. You yeah. know, it's not just everything looking surreal. And this is going to touch on my next topic because I'm talking about AI deepfakes. And, you know, I think we're actually kind of touching on some similar things here. And I'm going to want to give some advice of things to look for to try to catch these things. But uh you know, when you're when these prompts are getting this detailed and some of the, the you know, the actual responses, you know, the, the results that we're seeing posted are incredible. And it's really starting to blur that line. I mean, um, you know, yourself, Rosh, you know, in your you know previous career there and, you know, current career being a photographer, mm-hmm. um, you know, you should see some of these prompts where people are saying, you know, 
a very crisp watermelon on a splash with yeah. this, you know, you know, focused foreground, blurred background with this aperture lens taken on this camera at this frame rate. And the images that you're getting are insane. Like I'm staring at them deeply and it's like, I couldn't imagine a better food photography shot than this. Yeah. Well, and, and I think that a lot of stock photography is dead in that yeah. sense. Generic yeah. stock photography, obviously right. new product, new, you know, that, that can, of course you can put a new product up in, in the AI and it can do some very interesting things. What I was going to share though, there was, interesting and we're uh, i'm looking at what the ai is producing and i said i can see that's ai uh but there was a an article recently that uh, i it said that they asked people which copy they preferred and Mm -hmm. between human and the ai people preferred the ai copy and so that was interesting and so i think that the ais are producing stuff that we um we like that we are reacting to positively but as a creative person you're going to want to go beyond that and that highly detailed being able to being able to work with the ai in a highly detailed way and know what to ask i think to your point knowing the cameras knowing the different styles uh shine flu do you know what that is that that's a four by five technique that um, architectural photographers use. But if you don't know that, then you wouldn't, know to ask, right? you wouldn't know to ask that. And so things like that, that you can become an expert as a creative and still insist on using your own one style and your own original creative elements. Mm-hmm. The bottom line is ultimately People want a good product to advertise or appreciate to put on their wall, whatever it may be. And so, you know, creatives are still going to be creative. There'll just be some steps taken out. Right. Yeah, this is just going to make it more accessible. So, I mean, I know you just said your first topic is embracing AI. So this is really, you know, truly that, you know, it's being a creative and knowing the prompts and using your knowledge that you've gained for years of being a creative and truly embracing it. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So embracing AI, and then I'm going to talk about a a way that people are rejecting AI to protect their, Mm -hmm. their work. Uh, But embracing AI in the sense of, look, moving forward, it's here, whether you like it or not. Um, There's more and more. We talked about, uh, you know, the video last week, what's, what's coming but these are just tools. These are tools. These are something. There's some. You have to remember that AI is dependent on what was. Mm-hmm. The creative is going to still develop what is and what's future. And so there's going to be a baseline that will be continuously created, but it'll be up to creative people like you and me to create what is new. And again, that's where we'll get into the rejecting AI ways in which we can protect that which mm-hmm. are being developed. And so I think more and more, there's going to be a what was, and then the creatives do create what's new. Some of it will go into the AI world. Some will not if you do it correctly. But embracing it because it is a tool that will help you skip many of those steps, as we just mentioned. I think that's so important to understand that there's a lot of things that, as creatives, 
we really don't want to do, <laughs> you know, and, and there's a lot of areas that will allow us to um, let's just get into the, you know, the business side of things. I know for a fact, creatives hate the business side of things. You want to create more. AI is going to help you with that. And if you're just mad at AI from because you think it's going to steal everything and steal your soul and just reject it as a whole, I think ultimately you have to change your mindset and look at where it can help you embrace that and know that your opportunity to be a creative person and a creative entrepreneur is not going to end. Yeah. And you, like you said, embracing it, think back 30 years ago and you look at a TV show or movie or anything and you look at your typical office. How many desktop computers did you see in the mid nineties? Yeah. <laughs> you know, they were starting to happen, maybe some word processors, maybe some very basic internet. And it was, you know, a lot of companies were resistant, you know, to this change. And then all of a sudden by, you know, year 2000, by, you know, 2005, oh, exactly. everybody had to, you had to be internet based. Yeah. And well, we're you on know, that verge again with AI technology. You've got to embrace it or you're going to be left behind. Absolutely. I mean, I, we're, my wife and I have been binging uh, NYPD Blue and we're yes. at the year 2000 and they're just putting the computers on the desk, you know, and I can't tell you how many times it's like, well, you what do you mean you had, they had to wait for the call or they missed the call? And they, but, but nobody had cell phones through the first seven seasons or so that we've been watching. You're like, what's going on? You know, but the community, it's just you're watching that progression. It's actually been fun to watch that progress because it's such a, sh a show that's been around for so long and was right. around for so long during that change. You can start to see how, look, people totally rejected, um, you know, were, were scared about Photoshop or to your point, scared about the computers. Yeah. And you know what? It made, it gave them more opportunity. And I, I got to tell you, I know very few photographers that um, would know what to do with their photography if they didn't have the the tools that photographers rejecting were rejecting right. 20 years ago. Exactly, yeah. So, all right, well, let's flip that coin. Let's go to the other side of it. Um, yeah. We're going to talk about, you know, just kind of some of the, the slippery slope of it. And, you know, obviously we got Super Bowl week coming up. So all of a sudden, you know, Kansas City Chiefs world is now Swifties world. So let's talk about <laughs> this, uh, this Taylor Swift um deep fake issue that showed up on X earlier this week. So there was actually an AI competition that ended up producing these Taylor Swift nudes that showed up on X. And, um, you know, it, it's just, it's a scary world that we're going into. So it's just a reminder of, you know, we, we can't really trust everything that we see on, on, you know, in a digital format. Um, so I wanted to just to give some people some reminders. Um, so I actually, I asked Chappie GPT to give me a little list of things to just to look for, um, to try to, to see if it's AI. And now at this point, I'm going to give a disclaimer on this and say, when it comes to imagery, some of this advice doesn't even work anymore. So this is mostly going to be about AI video because, you know, we're in the campaign season and it's, you know, easier and easier to create a fake campaign video and say outlandish things. Um, so um, things to look for, unnatural facial expressions or movements, um, poorly synchronized audio, inconsistent lighting and shadows. Uh, if there are visual artifacts, little glitches, different things like that to look for, you know, you've got to have a trained eye to kind of look for these things, but we've seen them. Um, inconsistencies with background, um, lack of blinking or excessive blinking. Blinking is one of those human reactions and things that is a natural thing that the second that it's not, it's noticeable. Um, 
unusual skin texture or tone, or just inconsistency of the quality of the source material, meaning all of a sudden you see one person that looks really grainy or lit differently in compared to the rest of the scene. So these are things that we need to start training ourselves as you know viewers and consumers of media to try to spot some of these um, things that might be trying to you know pull the, the the wool over our eyes, so to speak. So um, yeah. you know any anything in that? Uh, yeah, that world? you know actually, interestingly enough, um, I there was a article and it was on CNN.com because I double checked the source and I thought this must have been relatively credible. Um, there was a kind of a, um, a a deep fake issue, but the deep faked the CFO of the company got a guy who ran the financials along and invited him on a Zoom call. He's a little suspicious, but when he saw the CFO along with a couple other people that he knows within of maybe knows of within the company, maybe doesn't directly deal with the CFO all the time, whatever it may be, he transferred twenty five million dollars upon the request with this fake Zoom call. This was, I believe, in Hong Kong where it happened. And so this is going to be interesting. (laughs) Yeah. We're going to hear more stories like this. And, of course, we do hear stories of, you know, say, relatives getting calls from – uh, their right. from their loved ones or and so forth. So you have to be careful. You have to talk to especially your older, uh, your older relatives. Say, look, if you're if you're unsure, if it seems strange, give me a call back. You know, call right. me back and and don't trust everything that you get on the phone well, or even in video now. Yeah, I've actually had conversations with my my parents now of, hey, if you know, I want you to ask me a specific question and only I'm going to have the answer to this. If you're not sure if it's me yes. and we've confirmed that question. And again, I'm not going to say that question in this format. Oh, what right is now. that? What is that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You want all my passwords as well? Now? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've had that conversation. It's kind of like a safe word. It's kind of like, yeah. uh, you know, just something to make sure you know, and that just no computer could possibly know this. And, you know, talk about something when you were six years old or something that yeah. happened you know, that only that person could possibly know because that's what's going to break through this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, All right, well, back, back to you to bring yeah. us home with our rejecting AI. So rejecting AI, Nightshade, have you heard of Nightshade? Nightshade is an app that was downloaded, I guess, pretty quickly, uh, 250,000 downloads, maybe in the first 24 hours, week, uh, something like that. But it was okay. quickly downloaded. What it does is it allows you to kind of... Um, what they refer to as poison your artwork for AI. And so Ooh. AI, there's something within the pixels that AI will pick up and it'll distort your work in a way that does not represent your work. And it showed it shows examples of it. Now, obviously it's not going to help old work, but work right. moving forward, that's what I was talking about before. You can now protect your copyrights, your style work, by not allowing the AIs to learn and train uh-huh. off of okay. your work. And so it will be a unique. Now, you can certainly bring in AI into your work mm-hmm. as a creative, but now you can better protect. And I think this will happen with voice and, and music and, and so forth. There will be detectors and ways to poison your creative work in a way that will not go into really the commons of the AI. If you think of it that way, that the AI will be the commons area. And if you don't protect it, 
the AI will will then take it. So Nightshade is the name of it. And I believe you, you can just nice. download it to your computer. I know they had to do some updates to it uh, for the Mac um, that was not working well. But I, I, I believe they got those updates set. And so if you're creative, look for Nightshade and you can download. I believe it's free. I believe it's free. Hey, that's um, my favorite and, price. And yeah, it's <laughs> the best price. And, yeah. and hey, protect your work moving forward. Yeah, that's incredible. I mean, that's a really good, um, you know, again, why we're wanting to be here weekly doing this show is to try to give this advice, especially to our creative, you know, listeners that, um, you know, really want to protect stuff. And yeah, I don't, I don't want to be able to go to Chad GPT and say, hey, show me this beautiful image in the style of Rosh Sillers <laughs> yeah. and, you know, have it be able to pop out and, you know, show your exact angles and your, you know, way of doing it. But yeah, that's a real concern for people. But absolutely. at the same time, you want the AIs to know who you are. I was actually doing some tests last night, um, put my name in chat GDP, who is Rosh Sillers? And it, and it wrote out all that I was. Then I put in some names of some other people that I thought might know, did not know. Put some. Okay. I put my dad's name in there. He was a local um, TV yep. person. So there's a lot of stuff written about him and even online, but had no idea who he was. Oh, wow. um, okay. But you some other people it did. Yeah. yeah. You know, so I, I, I went through. And so people who have strong internet presence probably mm -hmm. are within the uh you, i believe your name was in there um oh good yeah i i mean i'm on the website and stuff like yeah. that so yeah so um, but so, this yeah. is the, is this the new version of googling yourself you you uh, yes you exactly, know, AI yourself? exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. all right well um i think uh we we've done it for today and uh we're very excited to uh continue to bring these relevant topics in the world of ai and how they blend with google and social you know we're still not going to ignore you know our worlds where we come from um, but, you know, we're really excited to keep pushing forward with this newer format. And again, if anyone has any questions for us or any topics or wants to be a guest, please, you know, reach out to us. Absolutely. And uh, yeah. All right. Good talking to you. If you want to connect with us, head on over to creativeentrepreneurshow.com. And of course, you can connect with our businesses uh, with Great Scott Media, Rosh Media, uh, and uh, of course, ask your questions. Have a great day.